Hello, heroes, and welcome to the 60th episode of Campaign. I'm Kat Cool, your host and game master. Before we get started, first, let me tell you about Emporium. Emporium's three Chicagoland locations combine the best arcade games, craft beer, and live events. Check out emporiumchicago.com cpc for a free drink or game tokens. Next, let me tell you about Noisy Person Cards. This week, James and I launched our Kickstarter for Noisy Person Cards, the party game designed to help you and your friends develop character voices for role-playing games. We all love RPGs, but not everyone feels comfortable voicing their character. That's why James and I designed a game to help players get comfortable with character voices before bringing them into a game. We designed this game because we want people to have fun the way we do on campaign. Thanks to over 400 enthusiastic heroes, we managed to reach 60% of our goal in our first week. James and I are hoping to get at least 1,000 backers by the end of funding, which means we're hoping to get support from roughly one in every 10 of our listeners. If you like what we do on campaign and you want to have interesting characters like Trist, Bacta, Lenik, Lynn, and Tamlin show up in your games at home, head to Kickstarter and search for Noisy Person Cards or follow the link in the show notes. Thank you so much to everyone who's contributed so far. It's been a really interesting first week. Uh, this is our first Kickstarter, and as far as we know, it's going pretty well. The idea that at the end of this funding period, we're going to have a card game like, in a box that we can put on shelves in stores is phenomenal. So yeah, thanks heroes. Now, this episode doesn't have a Dear Minoc letter. That's because we're out of recorded Dear Minocs. The boys and I are meeting again next Tuesday and we'll have a glut of new letters starting with episode 61. This episode does have a Dear Bluebird letter. The Bluebird is Minister Blue's ship, crewed by Synox, Zero, and Ava. Evil Campaign starts next week, and we'll have one episode released monthly in addition to your regularly scheduled campaign. It'll be GM'd by either myself or James, depending on the arc. When we're not GMing, he'll be playing Commander Synox, and I'll be playing Ava Arik. We're lucky enough to have Tyler Davis playing Agent Zero and Jim McClure playing Minister Blue. All Evil Campaign episodes will end with a Dear Bluebird letter. I hope you enjoy the sneak peek into that crew shenanigans. Now, James and I would like to thank our outstanding Patreon backers. Alexander Vanderad, thank you. Green Vanilla. Or Graham? Graham. It could be Graham. Graham? It could be Graham. <sighs> yeah, it could be Graham. <sighs> Your name might be Irish. Yeah. I don't know. What's Vanella? I don't know. Yeah, Vanella. Green Vanella hey, is my guess. If you're listening, you know who we're trying to thank, and it's you. We really want to thank you correctly, though. I'd love to know how to say your name moving forward. It's a cool name. Wright Rickman, a superhero. Definitely. Definitely. Michael Rogus, thank you. Thanks, Mike. Mark Turnage, thank you. Thomas Bagley, thank you. Thanks, Tom. Mike Rushby, thank you. John. John. Thank you, John. Thanks. Sam Hanawalt. Thank you. Justin Ryan Ballard, thank you. Thanks, Justin. Maxime Antoine Reginald Maureen. Thank you. Thank you. Except it's You're actually, I did it wrong. It's Maxime Antoine Regimbald Maureen. Again, still vampire. a vampire. <laughs> Aaron Zoints. I think it's Aaron Zients, but okay. Zients. <laughs> Omar Amador. Thank you. Death Star Janitor. Oh, thank you. You're so dead. I hope that the no Dianogas get you. I mean, they're already dead because it's the incomplete Death Star. Oh no. Yeah, watch out for watch well, out for Lando Calrissians. Uh, William Concord. Concord. Thank, thank you. you. Uh, Michael Schlimnot. Thank you so much. Thanks, Michael. Salo Quinones. Thank you so much. Thank you, Salo. 
Jeffrey and Patricia Sampson. Thank you. Thank you guys. The uh, ginger, the ginger DM. I actually want to point out, uh, Jeffrey and Patricia are the people who gave you your dice, I believe. Oh your gosh. Star Wars you dice. guys are so generous. Thank you for everything that you've done for us. And no, you, you, we have to thank the ginger DM. The ginger DM. Thank you. Aviv. Or, I mean, it's, yeah, it, it only it says Aviv, but we know who it is. Aviv, I, I treasure every <sighs> bit of art that you make, and she's got a great webcomic that you should check out. And uh, an associated players. podcast. Yes, yes. Uh, check those out. Check out Aviv. And now, a long time ago, in a galaxy far, far away. Sleepover! Aboard the wild card, Captain Trist Valentine and Lintel Laroon lie awake in anticipation of the dangers that await them on Thlone. Both are experienced adventurers, but used to very different methods. Will they be able to work together? Back on Findark, Lenik Gilo must think over his feelings after having a heart-to-heart with Sith seductress Ava Arik. Inspired by his new bounty hunting license, Bacta has turned to stopping petty crimes, which has landed him in the good graces of master spaceship architect Mendel Baudo. Yeah, so Tristan Lynn, they should be sleeping. Do you, do you have pajamas? Did you bring any pajamas? Trist just nothing. Yeah. But also Trist... Trist uh, is the worst. He yeah. sleeps in the nude or he yeah. sleeps in a kimono. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you have blankets. Yeah, we and there's definitely blankets. Okay, so uh, yeah, Lynn's up in the the little recessed bunk, uh, all curled up. Trist is down, laying in front of the door. Basically, he's oh. he put his mattress in front of the door, even though that's not the way the door works. Like, the door <laughs> yeah, does the not door swing doesn't. Open, yeah. No, it's like a an up door. But he's still like in front of it. Yeah. So if anybody tries to sneak in, they will get or two bike in. Uh, he's also got his blaster, one blaster under the pillow classic valentine and his other blasters like by the side of the bed yeah i think that the way these ships work is that there's just like very pale blue you know emergency lighting that's Mm -hmm. always on and Uh, the quiet hum of a spaceship being a spaceship yeah Yeah. that's an occasional clink uh in the distance as the ship settles uh triest are you awake triest i'm just playing with you i'm awake can't sleep no i can't do you want to talk or something i don't think i'm going to be able to sleep for a while not yet I'm just thinking too much. Okay, to be clear, when you say, or something, do you mean you just want to talk? Are you throwing signals out that you want to sleep together? No. Great. Just, That's just why talk. I asked. Just talk. Don't yeah. say or something. Well, we could, like, play a game. Okay, again, is that what... Just be clear with what you want. I mean, like, a game of, like, sabak or a game of, like... No, I mean, we can we can just talk. That's... Yeah, That's okay. Fine. She she gets out of bed and comes and sits by your mattress. Yeah, Trist, uh, like, kind of, like, drapes his sheets around him and sits, uh... <laughs> Sit against the door. Yeah, so sits, sits cross-legged. It'll with his up back, and he'll fall. <laughs> with his back to the door. Good. Um, but he keeps, uh, he, he takes his blaster and puts it in his lap, kind of. God. You know, it's crazy because I feel like my body has not stopped pumping adrenaline, I mean, since we met. Not saying that it was because of you, but I'm just saying that it's been a crazy like two, two and a half weeks, right? Yeah, very much so. Yeah, yeah. Like today was intense. A lot happened. Yeah. You ever feel like if you ever stop running, you won't ever be able to start again? (laughs) Yeah. Sometimes I feel like that. Sometimes, you know, if I feel like if I go to sleep, if I just shut down, I'm not going to wake up. Or if I wake up, I'm not going to be the same. I I know that's not 
rational, but that's... No, that isn't rational. That is not what I meant. What did you mean? Well, I, I guess I I, uh, I tend to head off on my own and like I find these groups of people and then like something doesn't work out and I keep moving on because I feel like if I stay in any one place for too long that it's going to go wrong and uh, people are going to get hurt and it's not worth it. So I just keep keep going. Yeah, I feel like we all kind of have that quality. Bact uh, is a black widow, you know. Any woman he loves dies. Hasn't he, like, loved one woman? She died. I don't know if that's enough to establish a pattern. Okay, well, potato, potato. I think the Bact is definitely a black widow in that regard. Yeah, I feel like that way, too. I mean, it's it's crazy that we, I mean, obviously, yourself excluded, have been continuing on so long. <laughs> There's been plenty of reasons that all of us should be dead right now. Hey, but, you know... Uh, we may very well die tomorrow on some planet that I've never heard of and that people have not been on for 6,000 um, years. Yeah, honestly, that's why I'm not sleeping, I think. It's like, I'm I'm excited. I've never been to Tolonia, but I've wanted to go. My old professor wrote most of the notes on, uh, on translating the old language and the ways that they did hieroglyphs because uh, whatever, you won't care. Uh, it, it's interesting. No, you're not wrong about that. It's interesting, and uh, people haven't been there in so long, and I, I'd love to know how it's been preserved. So that's wonderful, but also, at the same time, I do not want to work for Cardas. This is terrible, and this hip kids that he has running this mission, I don't... Honestly, I don't get why he's treating us like that. If he's so young, and he's at this position, he probably has a good control of his own... I mean, we're assuming a lot about this kid. <laughs> I remember what I was like at this age, which is almost exactly the same as what he is, minus the money and the prestige. No one would have given you a ship, so, would they? Not not something like this. We don't have something this nice. Yeah, but we don't know his story, you know? This kid may have a big chip on his shoulder. You're right, you're right. It's I mean, just... he said that ship, that uh, fighter that he's got, that's on loan from Cardas. That's not even his. I don't know how much of this is his. What fighter? Oh, didn't I tell you I found no. a uh, fighter in the cargo hold? Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it's a very, very nice ship. How big? Like, how many people? Single occupancy. I thought about maybe using it as an escape plan or something like that. But what it, is it? Uh, what type? What type? Do you know? It's a headhunter. I um, used to have a headhunter. You know that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys blew it up. You blew it up. We destroyed it. If you hadn't set off the traps, you wouldn't have blown it up. I'm just saying that we could spend... We could play the blame game all day. Anyway, my point is uh, I, I don't like how few... The crew we have going into this thing, uh, even during the Explore Corps days, we lose a lot of crew members. And I'm really tired of losing people. I mean, honestly, from my perspective, this is even better for us. We go in with a light crew, that changes the amount of variables in the field, okay? We don't have to count on a lot of additional backstabbing. I mean, normally, when I'm down here, I'd be working on ways to slowly and methodically kill off each and every member of the crew until it's down to just the two of us and we can escape with, you know, the technology and the money and the medicine. Which I, I don't think we should discredit. That's still a viable plan. It's a definitely a viable plan, and it's a plan that gets even better by the fact that there's only going to be three of us down there. And I think that I can turn Pliff, and I'm pretty sure that I can get Jane in my pocket as well. I think you will have no problem getting Jane in your pocket. Speaking of, be careful with Jane. I'm sorry? Did you, have you not gotten any of her signals that she's, I think she has a crush on you? Interesting. Yeah. Uh, Got it. New mission. We get Pliff and Jane together. New side mission to the mission. Okay. I mean, former mission. You understand that I'm already stressed and worrying about getting you out of there alive? I, do I don't, okay, would I earlier said that I felt like if I ever stopped, I would cease to exist and stop moving. I, if I slept, I would just not wake up. What propels me is having too much on my plate to handle, because I always handle it. Speaking of, my problems aside, uh, oh no, you had a complex day. You've had a lot going on. You should probably unpack some of it. Why? You 
Because, as if you haven't noticed, I am worried about losing you. You're going to be distracted during all of this, and I need you to not be. So there's stuff going on. There's family stuff. Yeah. Also, you're apparently sleeping with an inquisitor. Not an inquisitor. What are those called? Hand? Who's trying to take Tamlin? Any of that? <sighs> yeah, I mean, sure. Yeah. I guess I could talk about my dad dying. I guess I could talk about, you know, sleeping with Ava. I mean, is that, is that, would that help you? Because it's not really going to help me. Yes, it would help me immensely. <sighs> yeah, okay. Things are not great right now. Sure. You know, are you an only child? Mm, no, that's a... I had a sibling. Oh, I'm sorry. It's okay. Well, was it a sister? Uh, no, brother. I don't know. I've never had brothers. I've only had, you know, three older sisters. But I can tell you that it's never been easy with them, okay? Ever. Ever has it been easy with them. And, sure, things are not great now. And, you know, I think that despite what has been shown... I'm in a better place with my sisters now than I was five years ago. Well, okay. Because we don't see each other anymore. Right. And we don't really need each other No, I get that. I get anymore. that. I don't, I don't really have to talk to my mom anymore. So that works out as a... Yeah. And I loved my dad, but my dad was a man who had a tough life. And the only thing that he ever wanted was for his kids to have it better, which we absolutely do because we're not stuck on a planet anymore. And yeah, it's sad for my mom that he's gone, but, you know, he had a hard life. Right. He never rested. The guy never rested. So maybe it's fine that he's resting now. Uh... And my mom's going to be fine, too, because, you know, because she has my sister and she's, you know. How many sisters do you have? Three. Oh, okay. Yeah. So we've met two of them. And yeah. you're from Tatooine? What are they doing? In? Whatever. <laughs> I don't know. Do you want my whole family history? Well, why not? I mean, I, I've been traveling with you. I don't know anything about you. I know that you were like a decent pilot and uh, kind of a jerk. Okay, well, decent pilot and kind of a jerk. I feel like you could commit stronger to both of those things. But yeah, so I have three sisters. Um, and it's my mom's at least better because she's got Fling there. And Fling has always been the responsible one. So, you know, Fling is the one that you can, you can count on. And the fact that she's with my mom means that my family is fine. And you're okay with your dad dying? I mean, it took me... Look, my dad... I haven't dad... seen him in five years. Yeah, but I don't know. I, I, I was away when my dad died, and uh, none of my family handled that well. When but... your dad died, did you find out immediately? No, I found out uh, when my mom and I came back to Planet. It was only... It was within the months, but it was, you know... I'm just saying it's it's different for me, because... You know, I missed the funeral. I, I missed I missed all of it, you know. It's too late now for that to happen, for anything that I do to matter anyway. Well, what am I going to do? I'm going to, you go know, home? go home? Maybe. Maybe. Maybe you should go home at some point. I wrote my mom a letter. I don't know if I told you. No, you didn't. Yeah, because you're really big on the whole don't give away our position and blah, 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 blah. Right. Did you write it here? No, when we were back with the I guess it doesn't. Crystals. Yeah, and it doesn't matter anyway because uh, Emperor's Hand is here, so... I funneled it through resistance channels too, so it, it shouldn't... Either way. You are allowed to write your mother a letter. I did it in the right way is what I'm trying to say. Okay, that's and good. Yeah, anyway, so... And, and I know that she can't write me a letter, but she knows that I'm at least alive for now, and I don't know, yeah. Maybe I'll go back to Tatooine someday, or maybe... I'll run into, you know, Christmas, you know, in five years, and she'll tell me that my mom's died, and I'll have to deal with that as well. My life is not that life anymore. Right. But, you know, the best I can do 
is try to do something that would make her proud. Well, if, if, if she was alone right now, I'd be concerned because I'd have, to, I'd have to financially provide for her. I'd have to do something. But she's not. Sure. But she's but, not. Okay. All of that. I get it. I get it. But like, how to explain? So my father and brother died at the same time. And it uh, put a, like a, a, a rift between my mother and me. And we don't... I mean, we've never really gotten on well at all. Uh, she's back on Ryloth, and she's doing her whole professor thing. And uh, I haven't talked to her in at least a decade at this point. But that doesn't mean that there isn't like gradual emotional fallout of that and that I don't behave in certain stupid ways because I have this big... You know, so so basically, I see you, so having met Rendezvous, a bunch of things make sense. You know, that she doesn't apparently treat you well, and she's uh, like cold-hearted and reckless, and it, it seems like you want approval from people who aren't going to give it necessarily. Well? Okay, you figured me out. You, you, do, what, do you want a prize? No, no, I want to... <laughs> ideally, I, I, I want you to be aware of these things. It feels like you aren't. It feels like you don't think about it. Which is, like, I get it, but it would be fine if it didn't mean anything. But when it means that you are, like, sleeping around with people who are very, very dangerous, putting our crew at risk, then it is my concern. Look, okay, the whole thing with Ava, that that's completely... That's well, a completely different story. Well, what is it? I don't know what it is. Look. Well, so you think it has nothing to do with the fact that you have apparently two sisters who are just... It's got everything to do with that. Right. But that's the way the Valentines are, you know? Is that really how all of the Valentines are? Do you think your parents were like that? No, they weren't. No, you were like that. No, I got this way because of my sisters, okay? Okay, but you can... And they were this way well before I was this way. Sure. I'm just saying that of the Valentine children... And, and even my parents, to a certain degree, without all the, you know, the flair, we're reserved people. We keep our emotions in check. And the way that we show that we love each other does not look like we love each other to outsiders. I know my sisters care about me, but I know that they would die before they said it. Apply it outward to the real world, though, and other scenarios, and it starts getting dangerous fast. Dangerous and fast? I mean, I- <laughs> you're reading the Valentine family crest right now. Well, yes, but is that good? Is that what you want? And maybe it is. I don't know. That's... Okay, so, like, I did work back with the Gar, uh, and a bunch of those people are Imperials now, because they transitioned into yeah. that, that. They're good old naval chaps, and they're still doing that whole thing. But now I think of them as the enemy, and that's weird, because they used to be my friends. And I've known people throughout all of these conflicts, various spies would get in bed with each other all the time. That's not new. That is a known quantity. And sure. it's not always the worst thing either, because pillow talk is useful. But is that what's happening? Oh, you think I'm... Like, playing both sides? The thing is, I don't think you're doing that. Look, I... I didn't know this was a thing. It was very surprising to me. Especially because you left me unconscious in a closet. Okay, first of all, I didn't know it was a thing either, and it was very surprising to me. Secondly, I think guessing at Ava's motives is inane. It's, It's fruitless. She told me that she is not here on imperial business, which means she's here on personal business. She definitely has something that she wants Tamlin for. Also... This is a woman that could kill all of us if she wanted to. I mean, the the only way that I bested her in the first place was blind luck, which, truth be told, is kind of my thing. But 
There's no way that if she wanted Tamlin, we could keep Tamlin from her. Well, we we tried recover, masking it. But you got Tamlin back from her, right? Wait, the first time? I mean, that's how that's how we met, right? It's like yeah. you got Tamlin and then... But, you know, I don't know. She showed up here, obviously tracked Tamlin down, obviously tracked us down, which, to be fair, we've maybe been leaving a pretty wide trail. But she tracked us down. Now, maybe she gave us Tamlin in the first place because... She knows that Tamlin is going to, you know, travel with us for a while. It's only been a couple of weeks. I don't know what her motives are. Right. The things that I do know is that she's probably smarter than me. Then you're going to see no argument here. And I'm okay with that. But I also think that if it came down to it, I would not give Tamlin back to her. Well, what about other information, though? You know? You're not telling her things, are you? Of course not. Are you sure? I mean, what things? I don't know. I mean, what does she already not know? I don't know. I have never done anything like this. I've just watched it go up in flames and people get hurt and sad. Yeah, I mean, that's absolutely a possibility. But I don't know. With everything that I do, I, I, I weigh the options. You believe in the Force, right? Well, it's not really a matter of believing in okay. it. Okay, yeah. Well, without do you understand falling what down I do? that philosophical thing. I look at different cultural... I look at facts, Trist. <laughs> That's all I do. Uh, facts, facts, aren't, facts are not going to be useful to you in every situation. Oh, really? Absolutely not. I mean, th- there's, there's facts, and then there's, there's, there's feeling. There's gut instinct, okay? And, and the way that I see it... Things aren't always just good and bad, black and white, light side, dark side, okay? Agreed. Whatever Ava's got going on, that's outside of me. Well, it seems bad news to me. I'm... Does it? In potentia. So it's... Sure. Uh, if you're going down that road, fine. I don't know why you would. It seems like a... It's nothing I would do. You need to... We need you to find out why there is such interest in us in the first place, aside from stealing these plans. Okay. So you're saying that you want me to try to mine Ava for information? Do you? Yes. Do you not understand how pillow talk works? Yes. There may be information that I can obtain from Ava. I will say this. I care more about her intentions as a person. If she is here, outside of, you know, imperial orders to be here... And she has to be because we didn't see... I mean, we just we just left the system and there wasn't a... a... She was way too blasé about it. Yeah. In, unless... Unless, Unless she's, she's using covertly. the force on me to destroy my mind, which well, is entirely possible, correct? Me if I'm wrong? That's I, possible? I don't think that's that's not how the force works. Great. But if she's doing that, there's really nothing I can do about it. But I do not think that she was lying to me when she said that she was here outside of Imperial Orders. Which means either she is, you know, able to function outside of Imperial Orders all the time, or she's got something personal going on. She's probably, yeah, yeah. I mean, she's not supposed to, right? Sure. I mean, that's the whole point of the Empire, right? Strict orders. Yeah. So it means that she's got something personal going on, which means she's got a stake, you know, in, in this as well. Well, so, okay. So the, I'm... the thing I'm trying to say is I don't necessarily believe right now that she is our enemy. Okay. I'm on board with that. You know, that's, uh, I'm not, I'm not like... I'm not Bacta on this one. I have friends who now work for the Empire. Sure. I think that people tend to think of things like war in a really binary manner, and I'm not sure that that is the right thing. See, but- this is exactly what I'm saying. It's not about the facts. It's about the feeling. Well, no. The facts is still a part of this. It has to do with... Uh- I mean, agree to disagree. Okay. Uh, Look, we know at this point, Lynn, that you and I are never going to see eye to eye, but I think that we can agree on certain aspects of this situation, which I totally agree. I feel like... If I see Ava again, which I definitely will see Ava again, more information is warranted. More information is a good idea. Keep us insulated. Keep Tamlin safe. Yeah. And keep yourself safe. Please don't die. <laughs> look. Look where we are right now. I promise you. I promise you. 
that I, Trist Valentine, will never die. <laughs> I mean it. I'm never going to die. Yeah, okay. I mean, do you see see my point here? I, I mean, sure, I'm, we can set up all of the, you know, insulation that we want, but it's a rogue blaster can kill me on planet, you know? We should be dead by now. No one has gone against the Empire, you know, for this long. They killed all the Jedi. They killed all the Jedi. And you think that we have a chance? We're going to keep running until we can't run anymore. That's the road for us. Well, I don't know. And if I have to die to keep Tamlin safe, to keep Lenix safe, to keep the ship safe, I'll do it. Well, I'd prefer you don't have to. No one prefers that more than me, okay? Trist Valentine has a very vested interest in keeping Trist Valentine alive. Don't refer to yourself as a third person. I thought I helped for effect. No, no it's not It's not good. If you... But I'm. that doesn't mean that I'm not going to stop doing things that are reckless. Well, sure. I'm no poster child for responsibility. Level-headed action. I mean, you say that, but you, to me, seem pretty much on the level as far as responsibility and level-headed action go. Thank you. That's nice that you say think that. Maybe I'll be able to keep it up. It's probably because you uh, are, you know, traveling with uh, us. Oh, yeah. Is that is that what kind you... of the other end of the spectrum. A little bit. Yeah. A, a little extreme. Look, I yeah, I... Trust me when I say that keeping Tamlin safe is my number one priority. The poor kid, we're all he's got. Yeah, no, exactly. But at the same time, I mean, you've seen Tamlin. He's reckless with whatever power that he has, and it's a power that Ava understands. And as so long as she remains our only option in teaching him, fine. Hey, I'm looking for Jedi, okay? I've, I've made that clear. Well, I would love to find a Jedi. They're all dead. They're not all dead. They, they can't all be dead. Okay, well, if they're not dead, I don't know where they are. I think that's should I, be hey, a... the Kyber Crystal said they would help us find Jedi if we worked for them. That's, yeah, I okay. mean, that's our best shot. No, that's, that's, that's a good plan. It's a good plan. But also, I, I don't know Ava too well. And I know that she uses the Force and I know that she works for the Empire. But if she's not following the Empire's controls and, you know, strict rules, who knows? No, I'm just, I get it. I'm just saying that, uh, you know. You know, actually, it may not be a bad idea. Uh, the thing about Ava is I'm not changing her mind about anything, even if I try. Do you know? How long have you known her? I don't... I know nothing about this person. Probably, other than she is very scary. A collective 20 minutes. Really? Eh, 30. Okay, I see what you're doing. Uh, but uh, I thought that you've been fighting... Back to said like five years. Yeah, I mean, but like, we've been running from her to a certain extent. Because she was chasing down Tamlin's mom? Is that what was up? Yeah. Okay. God, if Tamlin's mom was still alive... <laughs> Well, we wouldn't be in this situation. But, you know, that's neither here nor there. All I'm saying is that I don't think that Ava... I don't think that Ava is going to be dissuade from whatever her mission is. That's not to say that there's not a way to orient ourselves with the same goal. She seems pretty intent on getting Tamlin, but she's also been stepping back and letting us do our thing. I'm just not precluding the possibility... Precluding? Did I say that? Yeah, you did. That can't be right. Doesn't sound like something I would say. Doesn't? Nope. That there is mutual interest there. Okay. Yeah. No, that, that makes sense. I feel a little better for having talked about it, so thank you. Can I be honest with you? Yeah. I am super drunk right now. Of course you are. From dinner. And there is a good chance that, that I you're not will going not to remember, remember a lot of this. Okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to remember the stuff that you said about your you're father definitely, and brother dying. Yeah, and shenanigans. That being, that shenanigans. You're going to remember all of it. I'll, I'll try my best. Yeah, okay. I'm definitely not going to remember saying preclude, though. And that's probably the last time that... You're ever going to say preclude? Most likely. Okay. Uh, I guess we should try to sleep. You're not going to be able to sleep.
No, I'm probably not going to be able to sleep, but we've been up like well, way past 12 hours. Sometimes I kind of wish that uh, I was a Lisi addict like Bacta. Lisi is not a bad drug. It's expensive, though. Trust me, we've been flying together for five years. I know how expensive it is. That's where the majority of our profits go. I also don't think it's healthy. To never sleep again? Of course it's not healthy. I don't think you think as well as you are capable of. And you can't afford any lost capacity. We're going to do cheap shots now? Yeah, it's cheap shots hour. This is, no, this is not a roast, okay? No one's holding a clipboard. Well, I'll be honest with you. I feel like I'm on the verge of passing out. You should go to sleep. All right. Okay. Uh, Trist, like, uh, reorients, uh, the sheet, gets his, like, blaster tangled in the sheet, and kind of gives it up for a lost cause, and goes to bed with his, like, blaster tangled in the uh, sheet. How does that even work? His blaster's on his lap, he, like, reoriented the sheets, so he was, like, laying, and, like, hit the blaster got caught, and he, like, kicked it around with his legs for a second, and then it was, like, he just fell asleep. Good, He yeah. was... The, the way that Trist goes to sleep is, like, when his body just shuts just down. Just shuts down. Yeah. yeah, Lin, like, looks at him a little while, then ruffles his hair and heads off to bed. And let's check in on Lenik and Bacta. So Lenik is listening to the one of these, um, one of the breathing tapes. Oh, he's listening to the things that she... He's got, like, she... Ear, earbuds in, and he's just, like, walking around trying to find his center. Breathe in through the, through the nose and out through the mouth. Did Ava record this? On is it her? <laughs> Oh, uh, please, cat, <laughs> please. Also, please record a yoga <laughs> audio tape. Okay, done. As Ava. Because she has it for the younglings, because she's one of the older oh. kids in the program. And she's got the most soothing and voice out of everyone. Voice. Everybody she's else is. the only one in the program with a soothing voice, cat. <laughs> You do you do um, black sun salutations. <laughs> oh no! Downward facing Dianoga, which is the funniest thing in the world because it's a squid monster. <laughs> Downward facing Dianoga, upward Dianoga, Sistobata Kanasana. So yeah, so you're just listening to a tape that has Ava taking you through breathing exercises. Yeah. <laughs> but I feel like it's it's breathing and also sort of coaching a certain sort of mindfulness. There is definitely there are terms. That you don't, you know, fully understand because it's, um, um, today we're going to be working on seeking. So it's mostly stuff that translates. And then there's stuff that clearly has to do with force powers. Mm -hmm. You know, that's envision your target. Seek out their signature. Have they noticed you? Pull back. Don't let them see until you're right behind them. Yeah, so he's he's just doing a lot of breathing and focusing and... Where are you? I feel like he's just walking through and kind of not paying attention to the people around him, but yeah. more inwardly focused. But he keeps bumping into people. Mm-hmm. But it like just makes him mad. Just pacing. Well, no, just he's just like yeah, you're not walking. Pacing, but no, no, no. But you're building up a little juggernaut. Yeah, and then yeah, whenever someone like bumps into him, he kind of like jukes them, kind of like like what are you doing? Like I don't know. He gets like. Take negative 10 morality and (laughs) uh, you've like knocked into a few people and they've mostly been like, sorry. uh, And you're like, don't apologize. (laughs) Oh, it's all he knows. (laughs) Then your your shoulder gets hit. Neither of you shift your bodies. Mm -hmm. You spin out. It is uh, someone who looks like Trist. Well, I thought you were with. Oh, oh, oh. Hi. Hi. I'm. uh... I don't care. No, 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 you will. Are you going to apologize? No, I'm Lena Kilo. I know who you are. Don't, you're not supposed to, don't. Oh, that's right. You're, you're, uh, you're a bounty hunter. Yeah. Yeah. 
your your Venton's little brother. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Hey, you know, don't get uh, killed. Don't get my family killed. Don't whack into people in the, who are just walking, right? Right. Apologize next time, because that's polite. Hmm. Yeah, okay. See ya. <laughs> that's off. Yeah. She looks grumpy. Do you, do you head back on to your... I just keep going. Your grump mission? Yeah. Oh, Fleenick. Back over to probably you, Bacta. Uh, so you guys are at his thing. We're yucking it up. He's telling me about how he fleeced some total knob. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. Make me a charm check. I think you might be able to get there to get past his, like, just professional personality. His blubbery exterior. Um, It's going to be, he's pretty charming, but I'm just going to set it at a three difficulty for the check. Okay. You don't just open up to people. If you're Lenick, you do. <laughs> I'm Lenick Gilo. <laughs> That's two successes. Two successes. Great. The area that he set up on is all uh, Laroon wood, which is really nice wood. Named for the... Nope. <laughs> Spelled different. Okay. <laughs> Basically, he brought a platform and the platform has stairs and like a guardrail and uh, has a really beautiful table that has a hollow surface that he can bring up ship stuff on where people can sit as he works on stuff and then he has you in a couple of armchairs around a drinks cabinet he looks alert and available but is otherwise and i told them that that i was scheduled out for the next 15 years but in fact it's only 13 so there (laughs) yeah so you know how it is oh man i I wish i could be i wish i could be in any position to be able to do that oh that's so cool and that's one of the things that i'm worried about with this ship because she i love it at death Oh, I'll you, love you have a death. ship you own? Ah, uh, yeah. I mean, rent to own to <laughs> ill ill-gotten gains. Ah, uh, uh, after the war, it was a crazy time for a lot of people, and uh, she has saved our necks more times than I can count. But she is also a clunker on her last legs too. I'm actually sort of overwhelmed on the floor there because uh right now i don't know what to do with her her hyperdrive and backup hyperdrive are shot he looked a little nervous when you said ill-gotten gains and everything Mm -hmm. this does not look like a man that is comfortable with scum and villainy if you will Mm -hmm. what model is it it's a blast boat oh those are there are a lot of those around Oh, yeah, yeah. Dom, it doesn't, definitely. Well, why don't you just get a new one? Well, I don't know how much the parts would be worth. And, you know, there's, there's only so much of a left. And... But those can only be, what, like 50,000? Yeah. I'm seeing you and the type of ships that you design, which... But I can tell you are in a different stratosphere of being able to like afford things and build things and when you're at our level at a certain point a pilot is good he's one of the best i've ever seen and those controls if they're not built for you if it's off by even a little bit in the line of work that we do you're gone well that's why i don't work with ships that aren't custom built out from the start i just so many of the major companies they they skimp on their inspections and they get old parts they're well, yeah, I can work. guarantee you that uh, Blast Boat's not even that old. I mean, there are so many of them around. But... And, but each one of those saw like 40 different people working on each thing. You don't want that. No, I, I can imagine not. It's like, so in the military, they'd issue you your kit. 
and uh, you'd be reissued a new firearm based on you know where you were going, what uh, weapons happened to be in the region. So you have no idea what you're getting. And if it was somebody who was just a little bit lazy before you, you could be dead in the field. I hate that. We live in a galaxy where there are people who don't take pride in their work. I try to keep an open mind about it, but I will say that I do not appreciate how many people charge so much for ships that aren't even worthwhile. <laughs> oh man, I could tell you if I tried to get a new skip ray, I would probably be in debt for the next five years. I'll guarantee it because somebody who, look, they, they'll know what sort of field I'm in, what sort of work I'm in. Like they'll have some hut backing the finances and it's really just to nickel and dime people like that, you know? I don't. I, I try to stay out of it. I figure I do my work well enough and it's worked out so far. I can definitely see that. And uh, Bacta like, has like a sudden moment of realization. Oh, goodness. I'm, I'm probably taking up your time right now. You could probably be selling some dream ship to some super cool bounty hunter. And like you see down at the bottom, like flipping through pages is somebody in, man- in green Mandalorian armor Aww. just going through. And like, of course, Dengar is right next to him pointing at things and Boba's just slapping his hands away. <laughs> No, I've heard of those guys. I'm not interested in having them on as clients. Oh, uh, I only take on people that I'm interested in working with. Well, uh, you know, it was great meeting you, and I hope you find somebody who's uh, worthy of your work. Oh, thank you very much. I hope you have a good uh, convention. What did you say your name was? Uh, Bicta. Bicta? Oh, yeah, it's like a nom de guerre. You're the clone who's been popping up on the hollow net. Bacta's, like, realizing the mistake. Uh, okay. Yeah. You know what? Yes. Honestly, I did not intend to say that. Uh, you caught me off guard a little bit. Well, I think you should go. Yeah. Uh, before we go, have you ever shaken hands with the most dangerous person in the galaxy before? Yes, earlier when I shook your hand. <laughs> <laughs> All right, don't get to do that often. Have a nice one. <laughs> you head off? Yeah. Cool. Are you guys meeting up yet? Well, I, I was going to say, I feel like when he heads off, mm-hmm. I just... Yeah, you I step out of the thing, you turn away from the section that has Lavali, and then, bam, smack right into Liz, buddy. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, oh hey. Hey. Hey, you look even more... Oh, what's the word? You Centered? Look... No, I'm going to say tense. Tense is probably the word. When I saw you like a moment ago, you were, you know, really down and feeling slow, and now it feels like you look like you're ready to hit someone. I ran into Tris' sister. Okay, she can do that to people. Yep, that makes a lot of sense. No need to say any more to that. I don't think I like her. Oh, I mean, she seemed fine to me. I mean, she seemed a lot like Trist, which I can see that rubbing some people the wrong way. But, you know, apart from the obvious Valentine issues, did she say something to you? Nothing important. What's next on the list? Well, uh, we've still got to find a hyperdrive. Hmm. Uh, I've taken care of the armor. Uh, we at least checked in on the hand. Uh, so I guess the only other thing is uh, trying to get some money. Yeah, so you're going up to... Are you going up to, like, the people who would make skip rays? Because, first off, skip rays, Blackboat's company... Produced? No. that's That company has been d- disbanded and their stuff has been bought. But it's been bought by, like, whenever Best Buy bought mm. Circuit City. One of the major manufacturers of ships has representatives here. It's not like they're not trying to, to push stuff. So there's, like, super corporate people. Is there a shady group that there, is also yeah, selling Yeah, used them? ship dealers. Want to buy some power converters? Um, we're looking for a hyperdrive. 
Like a like a full hyperdrive? Yeah. And a backup hyperdrive if uh like whatever the major parts are for a backup hyperdrive. We want the most important ones. Well, that's... Are you looking for parts for some part of a hyperdrive? We're looking for an entire hyperdrive. An entire hyperdrive like, like and parts for a... Like a class six hyperdrive, like the backup or... Class, class one. Two, class, class one. You're looking for a class one hyperdrive. Yeah. I mean, I don't think anyone here just has one lying around. We're not looking to get it for free. Okay, well, I mean, I can get you. I can get you. My people, we can get you a class one hyperdrive, but... And he starts, like... Oh, God. He's a guy with too many eyes. And by too many, that's that was xenophobic. He's a guy with lots of well, eyes. he has two and a half. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, it's weird. I think he's got like five eyes. Okay. And a bunch of them are blinking. Roll me a xenology. Mm. Just average difficulty. Oh, jeez. Uh, two successes and two threats. Two successes and two threats. So you figure out that the rapid succession of wink of blinks is winking. We can get you a hyperdrive. It's just that's gonna that's uh, you got my boys, and that's so it's you're looking at fifty thousand. Fifty thousand. Look, hyperdrives don't grow on trees. Yeah, I know that. For fifty thousand, we could buy a third of a new ship. Yeah, we could buy an entirely new ship. I don't know what you want from me. Here. We're Talking blast boat hyperdrives. One of the most common ships in the galaxy. The the factories are closed down. That means they're a ton in circulation. Nobody's interested in them anymore. Okay, but we're talking about things that we have around and there aren't that many ships on the planet. So then I'm going up to Findar Station. I'm going re- to roll a negotiation. Go for it. Nothing. Nothing? Just a straight wash? Uh, that is a single failure. <laughs> okay. Look, I don't know if you guys understood what I meant when I meant, like, get it with the guys, but I meant steel. So that's difficult in this climate with these dangerous people. We'll do it. With things. Yeah, yeah. why didn't you just say steel earlier? We'll I steal mean, a hyperdrive. I mean. Why didn't you? I mean, like, you're acting like it was something hard to do, like it was hard to. Now I'm confused why I'm a part of this. I, I, I'd love We to- thought you would sell us one. Yeah. But okay. you can't. Now Tell that us it, where to steal this steal, and we'll be out of You did hair. a bad job, and you should feel bad about yourself. I mean, if you need guys for a thing, or you need to know where, uh, Gago, come back. We'll just case the parking lot. Thank you very much. The overstuffed every parking lot. But it's not like that. Most ships are up on Findar Station. Yeah, we'll go up to. That's where the ship is anyway. You can go do that. That's fine. Should we? Should we get more information out of him? Like, does he know a place? What, what what would he know? He would know a blast. But we, so it's a matter of us going up to Findar Station. Well, is he stealing it from a ship? Like, is he ripping it out of someone's ship or stealing it from another vendor or a, a you pull it? Well, I mean, you don't know, but I will tell you that he and his crew, who are in a position to know where things are and organize an operation, we're going to go strip down somebody's ship and get you a hyperdrive. Yeah, let's just do that. We'll go up to Findar Station and we'll steal hyperdrive. Yeah. So now you're walking around discussing your plans to do that? Okay. Uh, do you have a clipboard? We stop at clipboards, clipboards, clipboards. Hey, want to buy a clipboard? Absolutely. Yeah. Five credits. Uh, back to grabs it. You realize that it's a really shoddily put together uh, clipboard. It feels right, though. It feels good in your hands. Yeah, it does. It, it's got some weight to it, some authority. <laughs> Better than ours? No, not by a long shot. It's a good backup. Yeah. If it survives this mission. End of episode. Now, how about a Dear Bluebird letter? 
Dear Synox, I grew up listening to stories of your successful missions and campaigns. You're welcome. These stories have inspired me to join the Empire on my home planet to attempt to earn even a fraction of the glory you have achieved. Oh, that's sweet. Recently, I was instructed to attack helpless civilians to prove a point about a band of rebels. I did what any good soldier would do in this situation, and I followed orders. But I can't help but feel guilty about the whole situation. Have you ever been given an order and not known whether it was right or wrong? Am I wrong for questioning the Empire? Trippin on Tordaria. Well, I'm not going to lie to you, Trippin. Being a soldier isn't always pretty. There are times when you're asked to do things that uh, most people would deem immoral, irresponsible, or just plain bad. But uh, the thing about being a trooper that you need to know is that sometimes you don't have the whole picture. When someone in command gives an order, nine times out of ten, they've considered a situation and they know what's right to do. Now, there are occasionally experiences that I've had in my own past uh, on the planet Umbora where a commander did not have my best interests at heart and they issued orders that were bad for our men and... uh, resulted in many casualties for, uh, at the time, the Republic. So I can say, well, that does happen. That very, very rarely happens. And if you had to fire on civilians, uh, you shouldn't be thinking of them as civilians because that's what rebels do is they hide in civilian clothes. That's how they get around. And if you don't fire, you are using the very device that rebels use to empower themselves. You are seeing them as innocents when they are seditious. You're there to root out the problem and make sure the galaxy is safer for everyone. If you refuse to shoot one day, a rebel gets away and he's able to cause casualties for dozens, even hundreds of civilians. Uh, We live in a time where it's dangerous for the average person because other people are hiding as innocents. I think, Sonic, you speak very, very true words. I mean, righteousness is scary when you're first exposed to it. I think so, yeah. I think a lot of people are intimidated by it. It's such a, a new and distant experience. I applaud this person, whatever their name was that's irrelevant to me. I, I really do applaud you know, their work towards the Empire. I mean, they've gone on their first mission. They had hesitancies. We, we all have hesitancies. No, we don't. I receive orders <laughs> on a daily basis, which are bonkers insane no, and the not. worst possible thing for the Empire. I'm just speaking, just gen- I'm just speaking no in generalities. I'm just, speaking, your just speaking in generalities. Nothing specific. Just general day-to-day talk here. Look, orders listen. that are going to sing Single-handedly bring down everything that the Empire is trying to do and wreck some of their best possible people. And just generalities. He just means himself. The thing thing that Blue is alluding to that I think uh, we could take home with this soldier is that's a command issue. You know, yes. when you receive decisions that you're questioning, that's something that command does. Soldiers shouldn't have to question it because command has already questioned those orders. Uh, the people who made the decision to rebel and detain uh, the Jedi who was Jedi general who was overseeing the operation on Umbara were command. That was Captain Rex at the time. He saw the situation wasn't right. As a commander, he knew what to do. Right, and but- he orders his troops to do that. But it's not this person's prerogative because they're a soldier. I think the thing that's holding you back is feelings. Uh, you shouldn't have those. They're irrelevant and they hold you back. Don't have them anymore. 
Well, I don't think that's advice that everyone can follow up on. And I think those feelings are actually good, you know. I think that you're not trying hard enough if you can't weed them out, at least the useful ones. Empathy is useful for looking at somebody, figuring out their motives, and then determining whether or not they're about to betray you. But aside from that, there's really no value to it. Well, he's just started up. It's a thing. It takes a while to get to the point where you know how to control your whole person. And someday, as a soldier, one day, Emperor will... You'll get there. But it takes time. And those feelings at first are good because they mean that you're trying to do the right thing. If you're worried about hurting citizens of the Galactic Empire, that's good because that's who you're here to protect. One day, it's going to be unnecessary for us to hunt down these rebel cells because we'll have weeded out the corruption in the galaxy left over from the Old Republic. And until that day, you do have to be on your guard and willing to follow orders. We'll get there, but we can only get there together. I like to think of these these types of feelings as kind of like, you know, a, a small little plant. You're going to take those feelings and you're going to put them deep down inside of you, just like you're going to take your little plant and you're going to put it somewhere that has absolutely no sunlight. And you're just going to keep it there until it dies and then it's gone and is no longer a problem. That's how you handle the situation. So just take those that you're on the right track. You have already put your little plant in a box, in the closet, away from everything else. Just let it die and continue on with the rest of your life. Also, realize that at the end of the day, if your gut is telling you to do one thing and someone else is telling you to do another thing, you're not necessarily beholden to anybody. You can get that paycheck, that imperial paycheck somewhere else if it gets too much and you really not you're really not uh you're really not down with that. I know I'm coming from a different train of thought on this one. Okay, but I have never actually been in the employ of the empire. So, if you want to uh, get out on your own, you could be doing so much more. I'm really. Have you ever considered that? Uh, Don't give me this recruitment speech. Why don't we go easy? I'm just saying. I'm walking away. I'm walking away. You could be in the same position you're on. Sinox, I will talk to you. Zero. I will talk to you. Zero. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) I love the guy that just hands the door. Adorable. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Campaign. The crew of the Minoc will be back again next Wednesday. Before I leave you, first, let me tell you about one of our affiliates. What Else is an interview show spanning various topics and fields of endeavor. It's like the Charlie Rose Show, but with less Charlie. The Campaign Podcast is a one-shot podcast network production and a joint presentation by Paracos and Press and Peaches and Hot Sauce. Peaches and Hot Sauce is a Chicago-based comedy network with great videos, podcasts, and live shows for you to enjoy at peachesandhotsauce.com. The Star Wars Edge of the Empire role-playing game belongs to Lucas Books and Fantasy Flight Games. Finally, all music on the show is performed by the Snowdens of yesteryear. Until next time, peace is a lie. There is only passion. (laughs) 